0: Welcome to the Artist Spotlight for Run Radio. My name is Trina Wilcox, and my guest today is Ricky Tragic. Welcome.
1: Hey, how you going?
0: I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. You're a busy guy. You got a lot. You're trying to juggle, don't you?
1: Yeah, I'm doing a whole lot right now.
0: Well, it's not like being an artist when you want to prioritize your music, but you know you're a human being, so there are other things that you got to do. How do you make that work?
1: Well, I have ADHD, like it's always been a big thing with me. So it's, I I don't really don't know how it works. It just works. It's everything. I don't know. I jump everywhere and kind of do whatever and get done what I can.
0: Sometimes it's a superpower. Other times it's a hindrance.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, pretty much.
0: (laughs) I'm married to a person that yes, has uh, the same problems. And it's kind of like, how are we going to make this work? <laughs> so are you finding any tools that seem to help when you're trying to get everything to line up? Mm.
1: I'm not really, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's just It's just, I guess more willpower wouldn't overpower the ADHD and get something finished. It's hard to finish something. I don't know. It's just something that I've always had trouble with is finishing stuff.
0: How do you do that when you get an idea for a song, though, and you know you are bouncing all over the place? Do you just start writing something down or how does that work for you?
1: Um, Usually I'll just get on like YouTube or something and find um, an instrumental that I like. And once I find one I like, sometimes it might take hours and I just kind of go with whatever the first thing that comes to my mind. So when I give myself time to make music, it's just whatever comes to my mind. I don't really think about it.
0: What's an average day like for you?
1: Oh gosh. Um, I might make some music and then talk to some friends and make some more music. And then I might clean something. I might go outside <laughs> and do something. Then I might make some more music. I don't know. I might promote some music. I might, it's just crazy. I don't, I don't really don't know. It drives the other people crazy too.
0: Um, what's the driving force behind the songs you write?
1: Uh, probably my family mainly. Um Tell me a little my about wife that. and my kids. Well, we my wife, my kids and I went through a lot lately, past like year and a half, and I really wanna make music to help other people if they're going through bad situations and hopefully make some money while I'm doing it and give them a better life but my main goal is to like heal the world because I've had a lot of people tell me that my music saved their life or got them through a hard time and that just made it my mission to to help save other people and that's mainly the that and my family pretty much what pushes me to do it
0: so you had some a really rough time your sister you lost your sister at a young age right and uh how do you kind of keep her spirit alive?
1: Well, I have a necklace that I wear that's got her thumbprint on it. I wear it every day, everywhere I go. And um, through the music, see, that's why I started writing music was when she passed away because that was in March 26th of 2013. And she was 16 and I was 15. And at the time I was going through a bunch of like juvenile detentions and group homes and stuff like that. And I'd been in there for, since I was 11, so it was going on four or five years or so, and um, when she died, I, um, I was in a place, and it took like seven days before they even let me out, and after that, I just, I don't I couldn't really talk to anybody about it or anything, so uh, I was listening to music, and then decided to write about it, and then that's kind of what started the whole music thing, and here and there, I'll, I'll drop, you know, things with, her memory into their stuff she liked or, you know, dedicate a song to her or write a complete song about her because I mean, it wouldn't be for her. I wouldn't even be making music.
0: Yeah. Especially with everything that's going on in the world today, a lot, a lot of people have been talking about and concentrating on mental health and trying to, you know, drop the stigma of it being a bad thing. What's something that you hope to, Change about that with your music and make different for your kids?
1: Um, <clears throat> mainly spread awareness about it because people don't understand mental issues, they don't understand what it's like to be depressed or to have bipolar or you know, things like that. They don't understand it. And people that don't understand it just don't even tolerate it. And people people who have those issues need the world to understand them so they can get through them. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. What is something that you feel like is really unique about your music that hope you hope will connect with the audience?
1: Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I just, I feel like I do complete my complete own thing. I don't think there's anyone else that has, you know, like a flow like mine or or does their hooks like me. I mean, I guess everything about my stuff is pretty much got its own uniqueness to it. It's, there's nothing really like it, I don't think. Everyone Do tells pre- me that it's like a, like a new thing.
0: Do you get to perform a lot of live? That's- um,
1: I'm getting ready to start performing live more. I've only ever done like three shows, but you see, when I first started when I was 15, because... My birthday's in April and my sister's birthday was also in April and she died in March. So I was fifteen, you know, basically when I started. Um, or sixteen pretty much. Anyways, um, I've done a show at a school. I've done two shows at the school actually when I was a teenager, and it was in front of like eight or nine hundred people both times, but I wasn't oh that gosh. good then. And recently I did a show and the sound just wasn't that great because of the way it was set up. But there was like a lot of people that showed up, like tons of people. Like they came from everywhere. It was actually blew my mind. But, um, that's why I'm ordering all, you know, a PA system and all that stuff. So I'm going to start hosting my own events because I'm starting a new label and everything. Nice. It's called deep Valley music.
0: What's it like when you do perform? What was that feeling like for you?
1: Um, I mean, really, at first, it's just you're nervous about it because you don't know what it's going to turn out like. But that's, that's something that I'm trying to, you know, work through because I never had my own sound equipment and everything. And I never was really good enough to perform before, I thought. But I feel like that I'm at a point now where I can pretty much do anything. And <clears throat> it's just exciting, though, really, to go perform and, and connect with people and see what people have to say about your music and stuff.
0: You've got you've got music out now. What's one of your favorite songs right now that you're promoting?
1: Um, let's see. What is probably "Talk to You" is probably one of my favorite songs. And why? It's just I don't, sometimes I don't like to talk to people. You know, sometimes you just want to be left alone, and, and people want to ask you questions and won't leave you alone. And, I don't, you know, I don't have to talk to nobody. So that's pretty much, you know, the the whole thing behind that song.
0: I feel like I can relate to that song. I mean, you know, right. You're in communication, but at the same time, you just have those moments where you're like, I'm not feeling it. So yep. where can people go to get your music now?
1: Anywhere. Just search Ricky Tragic, Spotify, uh, iTunes, YouTube, Facebook. Everywhere is Ricky Tragic.
0: All right. I hope you will come back when you have more music and promoting maybe a festival or show that you're going to perform for. And I wish you all the best of luck.
1: You too. Thank you. All
0: right. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye.